It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available every morning, of course, on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple, and wherever you get your good podcast from. It is a Monday morning. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. It is, in fact, the last day for July. Yeah, the 31st of July, which means, of course, tomorrow is RBA Decision Day, and economists predict a longer delay between the peak in the Reserve Bank of Australia's cash rate and the first interest rates cut. In fact, median forecasts suggest that the RBA will not cut rates now until May of 2024. Some were predicting that it would happen around February of next year, and also some economists warn of the potential for even higher cash rates, with risks of rates going above the 5%. And Moody's analytics predict that Australia's economy could slow to a crawl in the third quarter with a modest 0.17% expansion. Let's hope that that doesn't happen. And I'm also reminded of a first home buyer, Vincent, who we recently spoke to. And of course, last month, July's cash rate stayed at the same rate. I did say to Vincent, if that had moved up, what would happen to his friends who were first home buyers? And this is what he said. Oh, you're absolutely right. I know. I know some people, a few of my friends who already said prior to the decision, the most recent decision, and luckily the interest rate held, but they told me that that would have been, had that been increased, that would have been the straw that, that broke the camel's back. And I absolutely agree with you that if there is another increase or another two increases, I really do think that a lot of us would have been faced with a grim decision we have to make. All right, so that's pretty interesting there. And let's hope that tomorrow's cash rate stays the same. Well, this morning we are heading off to Brisbane and we are catching up with a real estate professional there, Jackson Everton from Ray White in Sherwood. And a very good morning to you, Jackson. Welcome to the Real Estate Breakfast. Very good morning to you. Thank you very much for having me. So that's a bit of a talking point right there, isn't it? Some of these first home buyers, potentially, tomorrow it goes up. The next day, it might be a case of listing their properties because it's just that bridge too far. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we saw such a big influx of young buyers getting into the market over the past few years and um, what they were wanting to buy. Obviously, they went to the bank and got given a, uh, a price on what they could spend. And of course, without thinking, they went and uh, went and spent it without any sort of uh, thought of uh, a rate rise. Obviously, it's um, very, very common at the moment now with the uh, with the influx of uh, rates coming through. It's uh, yeah, it's a big concern for a lot of young people. So what about your friends, people that you know who are in that first home property? What are some of the conversations that you've heard in terms of just how tight it's getting for them to possibly quit their property? 
Well, absolutely. I mean, I think for anybody, it's uh, it's a bit of a bit of a stretch for anybody at the moment, but especially the young people. I, I had a great conversation with a client of mine who I sold a property to about two years ago. They unfortunately had to go to their parents and um, ask for a uh, short term loan just to get through this next little period. Unfortunately, work wasn't picking up for them at the moment, and uh, they weren't too sure what they were going to do. So they were very lucky where their parents were able to help them out to get them through this next little period. But uh, unfortunately, a lot of people won't be uh, won't be in the same boat and they may have to make a serious decision on what they're going to be doing with their homes. Scary times. All right, we'll come back to Jackson in just a moment there in Sherwood, which is a suburb in Brisbane, and we'll find out a little bit more next. We are more than just a real estate podcast. We cover a multitude of subjects, including property data, current buyer-seller sentiment, and the mood of the market. Follow each week all of the main talking points and know your property. Don't forget to subscribe. We have hundreds of episodes, all designed to help you better understand the constantly evolving and dynamically changing real estate property market. Well, you might have caught up on this news with Metricon, Australia's largest home builder, which is to be investigated by the New South Wales Fair Trading due to a surge in complaints, more than 60 now. And complaints include issues with quality of service, quality of work, with subcontractors expressing concerns about Metricon's treatment and payment practices, with Metricon denying allegations of mistreatment and unpaid invoices from subcontractors. I guess it's all going to come out with that investigation by the New South Wales Fair Trading. And as far as the RBA is concerned for tomorrow, very much sort of 50-50 with economists. Some economists are saying that a weak nominal retail sales data really does add to the case for a rate pause by the RBA tomorrow. So that will be a contributing factor if it does pause because it is definitely weaker around the retail sales. If you're celebrating today your birthday, turning a year older, happy birthday to you. JK Rowling is in your corner. She is turning 56 and Wesley Snipes is turning 59. It's the main centre forecast. Let's check out what is happening around the country in the skies across Australia. And I tell you what, it's not looking too bad. Sydney, good morning to you. Sunshine and your high today is 22. Melbourne, mainly fine. Little bit of cloud cover with 15. Brisbane, once again, the spot to be. Sunshine and 27. And Perth, yes, mainly fine Monday and your high 20 degrees. Navigate the world of real estate like a pro with expert insights, opinions and trends to up your game and knowledge when buying your next property. And it is a Monday morning. We are speaking this morning to Jackson Everton from Ray White there in Sherwood, which is a suburb in Brisbane. In fact, to see that affordable suburbs in Brisbane are experiencing a significant decrease in the days on market for property sales. In fact, Ipswich is showing up on the radar in particular. It's standing out with properties selling at a remarkable 14 
days faster than the previous year. And how are you finding things there, just in terms of days on market? Have they come down for you there in Sherwood, Jackson? Yeah, absolutely. I believe it's the uh, mixture of a few things there. I think it's the uh, what we're still experiencing is a, a lack of supply to the market at the moment. And a lot of, on the other hand, a lot of buyers are wanting to make a decision now to lock in and try and buy something. So with the lack of supply here, the demand per property that we're seeing still very, very high. So uh, people are making decisions very quickly just because they uh, they are ready to uh, ready to buy and, and make that move. Yeah, and on the other hand, some real estate agents report increased listings as sellers prepare for the spring property season. And I just want to talk about that because the winter season could be good for selling with, in some cases, they have weaker listings and with stronger auction outcomes that can create a positive condition for a vendor. Absolutely. I think where where the great price come from for our vendors is through that competition. So the more buyers we can have looking at their property, definitely the better. But exactly, you're exactly right what you mentioned. We def- definitely do believe the spring market is springing early this year. It's the notorious spring selling season. Um, but I believe the conditions that we've got at the moment is definitely indicating that uh, that will be happening a little bit earlier this year. A lot of sellers, uh, I should say, are wanting to uh, get their property on the market and, um, and obviously uh, get a good price for it to make that move potentially a little bit earlier. Than, uh, than expected. All right, and let's have a look at Sherwood, your patch of dirt, because a bit of growth, a bit of movement in Sherwood, 8% for the, the suburb, heading in the right direction, very sought after, it would be said, about Sherwood, and I think also tightly held. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's the, uh, I absolutely love selling in Sherwood in here in the west of Brisbane. I have done for the better part of eight eight or nine years now. Very still uh, proximity to the city, the train line coming straight through it. You'll be straight into the Brisbane CBD within 10 minutes. Uh, the schools, the, uh, the the shops, the cafes, the the infrastructure and the community of the Sherwood area. It's, it's a great place to be. And when people buy and live here, they really don't want to leave. And unfortunately, there's kind of two sides of the coin, though, with Sherwood, because it did experience some major flooding. Tell us a little bit about what's happened in that space, because you've got the the properties that have been flooded, and then you've got properties that haven't been flooded. How much of a, I guess, just in terms of the perception for potential buyers when they're looking at that flooding situation that occurred? Absolutely. It's a big talking point for a lot of our buyers. Very, uh, very common for a buyer to call us. Very common questions. What are the owners looking for? And of course, did this property flood? Uh, it's a very common question, which other areas and other markets may not be receive as inquiry from buyers. But uh, of course, the information that buyers do have access to in regards to the uh, the floodwise property reports that are available online, uh, it's very easy to jump on it and do your research. But of course, the Sherwood and the entire Western Corridor of Brisbane is sort of broken up into a few different areas, the high side, the corridor location in the middle, and of course, the lower lying area on the other side of the suburbs. So it's, um, it is definitely a talking point. Um, and uh, our flooded homes are still selling, which is great. Uh, but of course, it just, if anything, it has put a more of a premium on the flood free locations in such a, in still such a great area. Yeah, because there's a big range, isn't there? We you look at price points for Sherwood, there's a huge range from the low bar to the high bar. Is is that a fair comment? 
Oh, without a doubt. And it's, uh, as I mentioned, there's a high mid, high side corridor and low side location. It's um, prices can range anywhere from, I think the 2023 information has come out so far and uh, the lowest sale we saw was 750,000. Uh, but of course, there was a, a, one of the highest sales on the high side of Sherwood and um, that one reached just under $5.5 million. So a really great result for the area, but you're absolutely right. There is a very big variance in prices there. That's for sure. Now, talking of the sales, you do these in-room auctions. So what have you observed over the last three months? How's that looking? How I determine the market is how how the successful are the auctions at the moment. When you look at serious buyers ready to bid unconditionally for a property, that's really a good indicator for me to understand how your market in particular is is really performing at that time. Uh, what's been happening over the past couple of weeks is we've been averaging three to four bidders on every single property that we have. Uh, we've currently been sitting at uh, just under an eighty percent clearance rate at auction, with a lot of properties that aren't selling at auction selling very quickly afterwards. So we still think the auction method at the moment is giving the owner the best opportunity to get the best price and of course the shortest amount of time there as well, which is which is exciting to see. And I think the information really is proving that at the moment. And just lastly, before I let you go, Brisbane with the Olympic Games, how much chatter have you got from investors? What are you hearing there in terms of the Olympics coming 2032? I mean, it has to be said, which heading towards uh, 2024, it's not that far away. Another five years and we start to really zero in on that figure. It's definitely a talking point and I think will be a talking point for quite some time. So I think a lot of smart investors are going to notice the the infrastructure and the growth that will be coming through, not just in my Sherwood area, but of course, all surrounding Brisbane. Uh, they're going to be noticing that there is going to be some growth in that area. So smart investors are coming in and noticing that and um, and wanting to get in a little bit earlier than um, than everybody else. As uh, as they say, with most investments, where you make the most money is if you buy it well. So uh, before that uh, big jump in growth that everyone seems to be expecting with uh, with the Olympics, uh, a lot of investors are coming in now and wanting to, uh, wanting to uh, get the ball rolling in regards to that. They see a great opportunity, but um, but absolutely, it's a definitely a big talking point, and I think it's only going to be more commonly spoken about over the next few years. All right, we'll leave it there, Jackson. Good on you. Thanks for showing up this morning on the Real Estate Breakfast. Enjoy your Monday, and we'll wait and see what happens tomorrow with the RBA decision. Thanks for coming on. My pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Don't navigate the real estate market alone. Let us help guide you in the world of real estate every day. Make better informed decisions with the latest news and insights. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 